Hello and welcome to another episode of the Never Games. Please like, follow, subscribe wherever you can find great podcasts. We have another excellent episode for you this week. This week, Noel spices Trevor's life up to medium. Connor picks a fight. Tom's dreams are interrupted by thoughts of his crawl space. So let's get right into it with Season 2, Episode 3, brought to you by Moo Moo Melon. Doors are, doors are tough, guys. Doors are tough. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're going to jump right in to Theme Between the Lines, which... If you haven't heard this before, this is a quick trivia game. It's four questions, and all four of the questions revolve around a theme. If you think you know what that theme is, send us a note. Send us an email. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know what you think it is. We'll give free tickets to NeverCon 2021 to whoever can get the theme correct. Correct. All right. Question number one. Mm. The French film Taxi about a taxi driver who needs to chauffeur around a police officer as he searches for bank robbers, came out in 1998 and has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 81%. Only six years later, in 2004, there was an American remake starring Queen Latifah as the taxi driver who has to chauffeur around police officer Jimmy Fallon. What? What is the Rotten Tomatoes score... Of the 2004 remake of Taxi. I'll give you a hint. It's not zero. And we're going to just... just uh, whoever guesses the closest number is going to get the point in this. 36. Oh, I was going to say 35. 36 for Connor. I'm going to go 20. 20 was that before Jimmy Fallon did that weird Red Sox movie? Oh, with uh, I think it would have been after. Because that, that was Kate that was in 2001 when they first like, won it. Fever Pitch yeah. was the name of that Fever, movie. That yeah, such yeah. a weird movie. <laughs> um, let's do, I don't know, 45? 40. 45. 40. Nope, 40. Well, 40. You're all way over. Actual Rotten Tomatoes score, 9. Wow. 9% for the 2004 Queen Latifah and Jimmy Fallon movie. Yeah, I feel like if, as soon as you say Jimmy Fallon movie, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, not that, going to be. That takes 50% off from the, from the start. During all these segments, I always picture what it's going to be. And the only thing I can have is just movies that Trevor's never seen. <laughs> the broadest nope. topic yet. that's all of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's all of the movies next question next question uh, except for Stuart little except for Stuart. <laughs> uh just a couple of weeks ago tom brady won his seventh super bowl he's now pretty wildly considered the best football player of all time however when he first entered the league he was not that highly rated in fact, every NFL team passed over him several times in the 2000 NFL entry draft before the Patriots took him in a late round. What overall number draft pick was Tom Brady? Yeah, 199. Probably should have waited. 199 from Tom. Oh. No, or from Noel. Uh, Noel. My name I'll is take Noel. it if you want to give me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like 167. I, 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 I was also going to say 199. Well, that's a point to Connor and Noel, then. <laughs> and that's a point to everybody now, so total wash at this point. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was selected in the sixth round, 199 overall. All right, question number three. In the history of Vogue magazine, a man has only appeared on the cover ten times. The first time was in 1992. It was Richard Gere. The second time was in the year 2000, and the third time in 2008. Who were the second and third men to appear on the cover of Vogue? This is a multiple choice. What were the uh, uh, years again? 2000 and uh, 2008. 2000 and okay. 2008. Is it A, George Clooney and LeBron James, B, Russell Crowe and Barack Obama, mm. or C, Brad Pitt and Tom Brady? Uh, I'm going to go C. I'm going to go B. I was actually also going to go C. Locking it in? Yeah. All right, you're all wrong. It is George Clooney and LeBron James. Wow, that's those are all Those are all really good <laughs> yeah. options. <laughs> I, I went out of my way to look up people who would have been relevant enough for Vogue in those years. Yeah. But that means that this last question 
decides, decides it. the winner. So, question number four. In the world of modeling, there is something known as the horse walk. What is it? Is it A, at the end of a runway, a model lifts their knees high and tosses their head back in a movement similar to a horse rearing up? Is it B, a kind of stride where a model picks up their knees high and kicks their feet forward, creating a stomping movement similar to a horse's step? Or is it C, when starting to move, the model exaggerates their first step, creating a short skipping motion similar to a horse's trot? All of these are serious. I was expecting, like, <laughs> pretending you're on a horse. <laughs> like holding the reins. Yeah. You get one of those children's toys that has a horse's head on the end of a stick, <laughs> or, and you ride that down the runway. Or you have one of those whips in case if the person in front of you is going too slow, and then you just hit them with it. Um, kinky up in here. Uh, yeah, man. A was the, like, the hair flippy situation. Yeah, the, the hair flip throw your leg up at the end of the I'm, runway. I'm going to go with that one. You're going A? I'm going Tom, you said you were going with B? Yep. Noel, what's your what's yours? Oh, fuck it. I guess I'll go C. All right. That decides it then. The correct answer is B. It is this Bitches. kind of stride where the model picks up their knees high and kicks their feet forward, creating a stomping, stomping movement similar to a horse's step. That gives the win to Tom. Yes. Congratulations, Tom. And again... This has been theme between the lines. There was a theme that all of these questions revolved around. Reach out to us wherever you want, social media, uh, email, or call us. Leave us a message at 406-GAMES24 to let us know what you think that theme is. We'll give you two tickets to NeverCon 2021. It is our official convention that is not happening in Boca Raton this year. I got to say, I don't think I've ever gotten a point or clinched a game by just guessing the only choice that wasn't guessed before. I think I really have to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, it's so enticing. I don't I know, know why, when, but when like, it, it's so fucking inviting. Especially a situation like that, where like whoever gets it wins the game. Yeah. Just, that's yeah. right. You know that if you guess somebody else's, you might tie, but there's a chance that you'll be the solo winner. If... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, and I know the next time that I don't do it, it's going to go into bonus question anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and I'm going to do it again. So, <laughs> well, anyway, this is the Never Games. <laughs> Welcome. My name is Trevor. I am the CEO of Stickerbox Studios and the producer here at the Never Games. And I'm Tom. Apparently, <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. <laughs> no, you are not. Stop it, Noel. Stop it. Hi, my name is Tom O'Brien, and uh, I'm not in my bed today. Weird. Uh, my name is Connor Provost. Hello, my babies. And my name is Noel McGinnis, the captain of the blue team, and I am also not in my bed today. Wow. No one's in bed for this recording. Yeah. A real success for us. We're yeah, getting we're... better. We're really are. My computer is on my bed. That is, wait, really? Right now? Yeah. Yes. You're in a transitional phase. I am sitting on a tiny <laughs> yeah. stool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A very tiny stool. I've... And your back is completely up against the closet. I'm still distracted by those closet nipples. Yeah. Like, oh my God. The door has, stop playing with them, Tom. Yes. Stop it, Tom. <laughs> We're not recording video anymore. Who cares? This is, <laughs> this is supposed to be a family show. These, these, these are my closet nipples. <laughs> uh, you guys want to play another game? Yeah, let's play yeah, a game. Let's, let's not talk about closet nipples anymore. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I've got, I've got an interesting little, little game here, I think. My game is called Make Me a Sandwich. Going great so, so far there, bud. Yeah, right. so basically the way it's going to work is that um, there's going to be three rounds of this. And for each round, I'm going to ask one of you to make me your perfect, your ideal version of whatever I give you. Uh, and then within those rounds, uh, the other two people will be able to improve it by substituting one of the ingredients that you list. And oh. in each round, I will decide which one is the best version of that thing. I'm kind of, okay. I'm down for this. This is going to be fun. Makes sense? Oh, boy. Yeah. Yes. I ate fake food for four years. 
I'm going to do so bad at this. <laughs> but you do still have sandwiches. It's just Huel that you soak up with a piece of bread. <laughs> yeah. I need to get... Dip it like ranch dressing. <laughs> like, like a raw, unconstructed piece of French toast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible. Hey, man, right. I, I don't need it. <laughs> so, we are going to start with breakfast. Trevor. Let's do it. I'm going to need you to make me the best breakfast sandwich that you can. Okay, I'm going to tell you something that I make three to four times a week. And that is a Mexican egg burrito. I know it's labeled a burrito, but I think that that falls into the sandwich category, at least as far as this game is concerned. I'll allow it. Yeah, I'll allow it. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Tom. And Tom wins on a technicality. (laughs) What's funny is that if I got breakfast, I was also going to do a burrito. So... So this burrito, the way you make it is you dice up onion, relatively small chunks, get that cooking, mix in a little bit of garlic, uh, some chili powder, maybe some tahini if you have it around, or my recent love has been uh, Creole seasoning, so that's what I'm going to go with here. Oh, me too, dude, actually. I love Creole. Yeah. So you fry up about, depending on the size of an onion, about half an onion. As that's frying up, get out a little bit of refried beans, lather that into your wheat burrito. Put that in the microwave, put it in there for about 30 seconds just for the, the beans to heat up. Then mm-hmm. you put your eggs into the pan, mix them right in with the onions. While that's cooking, the beans will be heated. You take that out. You put a little bit of mild cheddar into the into the burrito. Let that start to melt as you finish cooking the eggs and onion. Pour that in, and then you get some, some nice mild salsa, uh, something kind of thick with a lot of flavor to it. And put a, okay. a heft, however much you'd like. I, I like a hefty amount of the mild salsa. Wrap that up and eat it. Okay. So what I've got here is um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna simplify and call it seasoned onions. Yes. So just so seasoned onions, beans, wheat burrito, eggs, cheddar, and mild salsa. Yeah. 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 Uh, I will also say that the seasoning on the onions I, I wrote down because you said creole i initially wrote chili but i substituted that for creole because that's what you said you were going with yeah so creole Creole and garlic on the on the seasoning for onions and i will accept uh if y'all want to change the seasoning feel free to do so that i'll count that as an ingredient now um, me being a professional uh chef for more than 15 (laughs) years uh, so i obviously know the answer to this question but for all the listeners out there what's the difference between creole seasoning and cajun seasoning I gotta be honest with you, I don't know. I, so if anyone Fabrica? has that Fabrica? answer, just feel free to email us at hello at the nevergames dot com. Put in the subject heading food facts. Is it not paprika? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you don't know. I, I, thought, no, you, no. I thought you knew. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, guys. No, the, so, the, yeah, that that was the farthest from a quiz possible. <laughs> all right. So to Tom and Noel, the things that you can substitute are onions. The seasoning, you can change the seasoning if you want to. And again, the seasoning is garlic and Creole seasoning. Beans, wheat burrito, eggs, cheddar, and mild salsa. And only Only one thing? Only one thing can you change. It has to be a substitution. It can be a removal, or it can be an addition. But you only get one change. Yeah, I kind of nailed it, so... uh... okay. No, you didn't nail it. You didn't nail it at all, Trevor. Totally nailed it. The one change that I'm making to this is an addition. Okay. Uh, I am taking a one strip of bacon, cut into lardons, sautéed until perfectly crispy, removed and set aside, and then I'm sautéing the onions in the fat from the bacon, and then mixing bacon into the egg as it uh, is scrambled. I that sound, I I feel like that's more than one change. The addition of bacon? Well, the addition is the bacon, but now you're using it to change like I would say that that's changing like the seasoning of the onion, yeah. the preparation Complete of the onion and the, the eggs. The flavor profile Tom Tom is eliminated. And he's okay. not eliminated, <laughs> but I'm going to accept basically I'm going to accept and I'm not going to say bacon, I'm going to accept the addition of lardone. Okay. 
I mean, I can do something different if you want me to be. If this is not in the spirit of the game. No, I just I, I feel I feel like you're changing the preparation of both the eggs and the onions, and I appreciate those changes. But but you got I feel like you got to pick one of those one of those things. Okay, it, the onions then. All right, so you're well, changing the preparation of the onions. Yeah, by co- using cooked and uh, sautéed in bacon fat. Word. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I like that a lot. Cool. That's pretty good. So. My original thought was, it's two things, so this doesn't count, but get rid of the salsa and the cheese, add in hot, hot salsa and cream cheese, and you mix it all together, and it's like a breakfast queso, and you put it in there, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But since those are, that's two things that doesn't count, I will say, I'm going to go in the angle of Tom, but instead of bacon, I'm going to add chorizo. Ooh, chorizo. Yeah. And you're, nice. just, you're just adding it? You're not. You're, it's not I mean, involved in the preparation? You're going to cook it. Or something. No, I know, like, but you're not. Make it, make it less. I want to know what the or something is. There. You're gonna <laughs> yeah. make it or something. Are or you heat cooking it, up it if it's pre-cooked? I mean, are you just, cooking it with one of the other ingredients, or are you just like uh, it's gonna I mean, be I added you, to the burrito? I guess you can add it to the eggs while you're scrambling it and just put it in. Or okay. Something. My my backup one, and I know that this doesn't count, and I don't think it should affect the judging at all. <laughs> but I think is the addition of a chopped poblano pepper at the same time as the onion. Oof. Yeah, that was my issue, Trevor. Mild cheddar, mild salsa. Dude, you're living, like, I know you bought the seat, but you really only need the edge. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gotta I, I gotta be honest with you. I feel like the, the, the obvious option here was to change out the fucking cheese. But, um, yeah. I, uh, I just, I've been, that's literally what I've eaten for breakfast, like, four days a week for about three months. So, like, I didn't swap breakfast, anything out. I, 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 could, I definitely should have added bacon myself. If it was available, I would. I'm more of a medium salsa type, but what's been here? We all know about that good old fashioned Pittsburgh bacon shortage. (laughs) Yeah. I I also just like, do not, do not keep in mind my um, dietary restrictions on this. I'm just going purely on what sounds the best. (laughs) Yeah. I completely forgot about this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Well, Trevor just said that he would prefer like a a medium, but he did a mild salsa. So like, I'm gonna go with Noel on this one. I think tossing in the chorizo with the eggs is a is a prime is a prime choice. Yeah, that's the right move. Bacon yeah. bacon is a good starting point, but I think if you're going in the breakfast burrito direction, chorizo is a step up from from plain old bacon. Yeah, right, sure. right. Yeah, chorizo chorizo was, was choice. So that's a point for Noel. This might actually be my be my time to shine. <laughs> All right, so we're moving on to lunch now. For lunch, I'm thinking light. Um, so, so Tom, make me the best salad you can. Oh, I thought these were all going to be sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> no, I was just naming it. Make me a sandwich. Okay. okay. Yeah, the best salad is going to be a Caesar salad. Okay. Homemade Caesar dressing using fresh anchovies, garlic, but also a lemon-seared chicken breast. Ooh, I thinly like it. sliced, still nice and juicy, on top of crispy romaine, lemon wedges on the side for extra drizzle if you like to up that up that acid. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I feel like uh, with uh, freshly grated, uh, sh- shredded actually, uh, not not like bag shredded, but like mm-hmm. in big chunks, Parmesan. All right, so we've got Caesar salad. The uh, dressing is homemade with both fresh anchovies and garlic. Uh, lemon seared chicken, good call on that. Romaine, lemon wedges, and shredded parmesan. Yep, big flakes of parmesan. Big old flakes, big old flakes of them shreddy parms. Hmm. No, Trevor, whoever whoever is ready to go first, what's what's your what's your improvements? Oh, I got I got mine ready. I'm swapping that chicken for a breaded chicken. Okay, so instead of a, a lemon seared, you're gonna go like breaded and fried. Trevor wants you to chi- eat a chicken fried steak on top of your Caesar salad. No, a, st- a steak fried chicken. Steak fried chicken. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Chicken fried chicken. Okay. All right. All right. Noel, what you thinking? Tom, can I ask what cut the chicken is? Is it a thigh or a breast? I specified breast. He did specify breast. Oh, fuck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the butt. Yeah. It's a... It's a the giblets. Okay, so I'm going to keep that in because I know that's a popular thing. I just, I really don't like chicken breast. It's too dry. 
Not if you um, cook it correctly. You're just overcooking it. It's easier to cook chicken thighs. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get rid of. Uh, Tom had like a slice of like a lemon on the side, like lemon an extra wedges. spritz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to get rid of that, and I'm going to add in freshly grated uh, lemon zest to the dressing. Um, enhance, enhances all the fruit sort of terpenes uh, in the lemon. Doesn't really add any bit of the acid, but it adds just a puff of brightness, and it's very good. That's tough. That is tough. Uh, this, none of you, um, I was still expecting the other two of you to just make the simple call and add some fucking croutons. This is a Caesar salad. See, that's why I went breaded chicken. It gives you Tom, that, you like... never said croutons? God damn it. Yeah, you never I said croutons. I was missing something. Uh, you never I said, you croutons. said croutons. I thought that, that definitely was, like, the easy call. Yeah, I, I heard it, and I almost went with it, but I just, I, I'm a big fan of the breaded chicken in the Caesar salad. For that reason, I am actually going to go, although I do love lemon zest, Noel, I am actually going to go with Trevor, because <laughs> I, I do want yeah. some of that, some of that bready, bready oh, man. crunch. This, I could have sworn Thompson said Crowntons. This is our first uh, case of the Mandela effect mm-hmm. or Mandela effect on, on our show because I'm pretty sure Tom said he did said not. Ber- Berenstein Bears. Oh, man. 100% <laughs> did not. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Shit. All right. And last up is Noel. Dinner time, baby. I need you to make me the best burger you possibly can. All right. Style of cook doesn't really have anything to do with it or. It's up to you. You're making it. I mean, you're making it. I want to start with a fatty burger, eighty-five fifteen, with um, eighty-five fifteen of 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 what? Oh, uh, beef. A beef. Okay. Or I don't know, know, whatever wild game you have. If you have venison, go for it. But no, no, it's uh, it's your burger. I need I need you to choose. This is tough. Buffalo. No. Yeah, I do love no. a bison burger. Okay, you know what? Ground chicken. I am going to do... Duck. Turkey. Let's make it real gamey. No, 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 no. It's the, it's still beef. You're keeping the 8515? I'm, I'm past beef now, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. Now okay. I'm on to adjuncts. <laughs> Tofurky. Yes. No. Uh, um, however you like it cooked on a brioche bun... Brioche, okay. We'll add in bottom bread, mayonnaise, lettuce, because you got to have that crunch. Burger. Can I ask you to specify the lettuce? Butter or Boston bib. Same same kind, but different naming. Yep, I know. Um, it. I'm familiar. Smoked Gouda, but like a little extra. Ooh. Like, I don't like that, that one slice. You got to get it smoky. Okay. No, 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 sorry. One slice of smoked Gouda. Caramelized onions, bacon yeah. and fig jam, oh. and a dollop of burrata cheese on top, which, if, you, if any of the listeners don't know, burrata cheese is, you have this outer shell of fresh mozzarella, and inside is a mixture of fresh mozzarella and fresh cream. And it's amazing. It right on if you've top. never had burrata. And take away the lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I, I realize that's kind of a weird. Like, I wanted to go You're back taking to away the lettuce. Okay. I wanted to. Go, I wanted to go back to the classics. Like, I usually love like you know a stereotypical like lettuce, tomato, pickle, onion burger. Yeah. But like, if I'm going to go for it, I really want to get those uh, sweets and savories sort of mingling along with each other. So no lettuce. No, you know what? I take that back. Lettuce and onions. Lettuce and raw onions along with the caramelized onions. Raw onions with the caramelized onions. But, but just a little bit. Just and, enough for texture. And we're still keeping it. It's butter lettuce. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, and a, a little gherkin with a spear on top. Because, <laughs> you know, it's adorable. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, and brioche bun, if I didn't say that already. but yeah. You did. All right. So a <sighs> lot, of, lot of ingredients for you guys to work with here. Yeah. 85.15 beef, brioche bun, mayonnaise. Butter lettuce, smoked gouda, caramelized onions, raw onions, bacon fig jam, burrata, and a speared gherkin. Fuck, I that got sounds mine. really fucking good. I've got mine. If Do you have yours yet, Trevor? Yeah. Do you want to go before me? Whoever wants to go first. <laughs> Trevor wants to get rid of the hamburger and just have it be 
soy lean. <laughs> it's just a salad yeah. now. Drop the whole thing in a blender. So That's my move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Burger smoothie. Okay, so here's my thing. Okay. I'm a fan of burrata. My concern is on a burger that once it's cut, all that delicious cream is going to run down, make your bottom bun soggy, and then the rest of it's going to end up on your plate. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get to take advantage of it. So I'm swatch- swapping out the burrata for a thing that I very rarely am able to find, but is slices of blue cheese. Ooh. Okay. It's, okay, I get that. Especially with the with the bacon fig jam. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty choice. That's yeah. pretty good. When I used to work at like this burger restaurant, we would use the burrata as like an egg. So you wanted that runny yolk or the runny filling to like, like as a presentation, but I totally see where you're coming from. Yeah. Like okay. gun, gun to like my it. head. I am just not a fan of blue cheese on burgers. I don't know why. I love blue cheese on burgers personally. So, um, all right. Tom, that's a, that's a, that's a good choice. I had a real tough time with this one. Cause first off, Noel, you completely left out how you're prepping the meat. Like you did nothing with the meat itself. Fucking Ron Swanson style. you gotta like talk about somehow prepping the beef you can add so much in that point but that's not what i'm gonna go with only because tom didn't what i'm gonna go with is i'm going to take that mayo and i'm going to add a little bit of garlic and some chipotle chili powder so it's a garlic chipotle mayo yeah or an aioli aioli. like an aioli garlic uh, chipotle aioli that's delicious that's that's fair this is tough for me because i really love the uh blue cheese bacon play of uh of tom but i think i gotta give it to that aioli uh (laughs) i think i gotta give it to that to that garlic chipotle like that little bit of heat from the chipotle yeah it's gonna be real nice and especially after you said there wasn't any seasoning in the meat itself that kind of adds to it too Uh, i thought that was a good choice that was that was a good that was a good good choice yeah nice that's uh that's two points to Trevor and the game goes to Trevor. <laughs> Noel comes in second though. Yeah, it's Noel second place for Noel. Second. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> All right, and that has been my game. Make me a sandwich. Nice. I love that. That was a that lot was of amazing. fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, you got to bring was. that back. Yeah. All right, but, uh, should we take a break? Yeah, we should. We should jump into a break. Jump into a break. Today's episode is brought to you by Roan. Roan is clothing that inspires men to live healthy, strong, and free. Building best-in-class products is no easy task. In fact, it's a grueling process of trial, error, and at times, unexpected success. Roan worked tirelessly to ensure the products you ordered exceed expectations. Roan is clothing for men for everything from the gym to the office. We are teaming up with Roan and Podgo, to bring our listeners this exclusive offer of 25% off a pack of three Roan polo shirts by going to podgo.co slash Roan. That's podgo.co slash R-H-O-N-E. That's Romeo, Hero, Omega, Noel, and Echo uh, (laughs) for 25% off a pack of three polos. Roan, clothing that helps you move forever forward. Hey, everybody, and thanks for listening to The Never Games. It's time for the solution to last week's theme between the lines. Did you guess it? How about the rest of you guys? Did you figure it out? Is it Bill Murray? I know that Bill Murray was in, like, three of those movies. Uh, You're real close. The theme for last week's theme between the lines was Ghostbusters projects. This was other movies that the actors who starred in Ghostbusters Mm. uh, also starred in. Yeah. We got one email in from uh, Diana, who got it right. Congrats, Diana. Hey. Well done, Diana. Nice. <laughs> Way to go, Diana. If you think that you know the theme to this week's theme between the lines, you can send us an email at hello at thenevergames.com or hit us up on most social media with the tag the underscore never underscore games.
just I was just at a pizza place down the street from me, and um, there was a big big old group of olds that were at a table near me. <laughs> Jesus, uh-huh. you got COVID again? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. But they were all they were all hanging out and chatting and having a good time and stuff like that. And then out of nowhere, this uh, one of them this this mix of athletic wear and business wear wearing guy yeah yeah like tracksuit with a tie like wearing like a like a like a track jacket but like a suit underneath you know what i'm talking about <laughs> like like a running jacket no. or yeah, something yeah. And Honestly, then like that's a... the, i was i was picturing like blazer but with like tennis shoes i was <laughs> not picturing tracksuit but with loafers <laughs> yeah no it was it was yeah. like it was like dress pants uh dress shirt and a tie but then his jacket was like I don't know, some sort of, like, athletic gear. Like, the man is not athletic. He's never used that for athletic purposes. <laughs> just a just a fat older man in his 50s, just out of nowhere, like, while his, all these people are talking, just announces, I just sexted, I just sexted Olivia. <laughs> and all of his friends were just like, huh? <laughs> and then they just kept talking about other things instead, and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I've been like that person can... before, not in that exact way, but I've like said a thing that had a, a group of people just go like, uh, yeah, well, just agree to ignore that. Yeah, and... yeah. <laughs> but this guy was clearly like he he to me he looks like he looked like he was like the boss that no one wants to hang out with or doesn't <sighs> like. Yeah. Who's just like taking these people out for like a happy hour like dinner thing, and they don't want to hang out with him, but they're like, fuck it, three drinks. <laughs> And they're just ignoring yeah. him, and he's there uh, paying for everything, but nobody wants yeah. to talk to him. He only has Olivia to talk to. Yeah, well, if you're that Olivia and you feel bad about this whole sort of texting conversation, give us a shout at hello at thenevergames.com. We'll just give you a free T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're that guy and she didn't we return your sex. We know that's not going to make up for a fraction of Yeah, if she didn't that shit, return that but... sex, let us know, and um, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll send you something nice. <laughs> No, we won't. We'll shame you. <laughs> again. <laughs> again. Yes, again. <laughs> so yeah, you guys want to talk about some media? So, Tom, I could have sworn you were talking about this in an earlier episode, or was I just... I remember you brought that? it up at one point. Maybe I did. Am I just that repetitive? <laughs> uh, yeah, this week I want to talk a little bit about Netflix's show Disenchantment. The first part of season two just came out a couple of weeks ago, and this is going to sound a lot harsher than how I actually feel, but the the title Disenchantment is, I think, a good metaphor for what the show is, (laughs) in that uh, clearly they were like, enchantment is a thing that happens in fantasy, (laughs) and disenchanted is when you're not happy with something. So if we slam those together, and it's just like, yeah, I get that where you're coming from, but that's not a joke. Uh, and that's kind of how I feel about disenchantment. <laughs> that there's like, they can't decide if they want to be funny or have a plot, and they keep dropping things for the with the plot, and they keep like, for the sake of jokes. But it's like I don't know what this show is about. It's just a bunch of things happening. Now this is like, also made by Matt Groening, right? Or yeah. Grant, Grant, yeah. So this is. Matt Groening's most recent animated thing, which as of this newest set of episodes that were just released is quote unquote canonically in the same world as Futurama. Is it really? Well, I mean, that's, you can say that's about anything when it's like a a complete galaxy filled (laughs) up of like millions of planets. So, so this is set in like, it's like on earth. It's like a, it's like a middle earth kind of thing. It's like a fantasy sort of situation yeah. right yeah that's uh there's there's a whole bunch of different cities each of which is kind of a a fantasy cliche okay so bean the main character uh her dad is king zog of dreamland but there's like the elf forest and okay. the squid people city and the steampunk city and like each each place has its own unique like set of things like there's a evil desert city and (laughs) but the thing is is that like like i say i feel like they start a plot and they're like we're gonna go to the evil desert city to stop this assassin that like you know sounds like an actual plot and then it's just jokes about sand 
and like <laughs> and then periodically they'll be like oh fuck a plot that's right um yeah so there's the assassin he happens to be standing on the same street as us and then it'll be like jokes about being dry <laughs> like elfo is sad like legitimately i've watched all of the show that has come out so far and there are characters that i can tell are part of the plot but you can't you can't tell like how they're part of it well it's like okay so uh there's a thing going on with bean's mom who like things come in and out with that plot but it's like it just keeps fizzling out yeah it's like interesting at at one point it's just like ha here's a bad guy we ran away from them and then they don't get chased they don't like deal with repercussions (laughs) it's just like several episodes later like oh hey there's that bad guy in the hallway and it's like oh that bad guy kidnapped us and it's like oh but what if we what if we easily escape (laughs) <laughs> okay it kind of <laughs> so it sounds like they're like writing it like episode by episode as opposed to like writing like an like an yeah. actual show which is weird though because it's it's a netflix exclusive right, right. Yeah. yeah so they have to drop so, everything at once so like yeah. you yes. think that they would pay more attention to like making sure it's cohesive yeah so apparently there are supposed to be three parts yeah what's a part like how many episodes to like what just released uh so okay so this is this is the thing that confused me there is supposed to be three parts. This is the third set of episodes that have been released, and therefore I thought this was the third part. This was the end. Okay. Uh, I found out today that the first two that were released were parts one and two of part one. <laughs> what? Uh, which were ten episode clumps each. So part one is 20 episodes. Part two will be 20 episodes and has been greenlit through part two, but not all the way to the end of part three. And we're still waiting for the second half of part two to come out. Just call it a season. Right. So so in turn, so like if it, if it actually goes through the full cycle or whatever, it's going to end up being six quote unquote seasons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so like six uh, drops, right? Yeah. Six drops, 10 episodes each, probably looking at a total of 60 episodes. Which is is a season. Like that's 10 episodes (laughs) is a season. Yeah. The, some of the, the terminology they're using is really weird. Um, and, you know, I'm now finding out what I thought was I was coming up on the finale, but I'm coming up at the halfway point. So maybe all of these convoluted plots will tie back in. But, yeah, like... Now, I think last question, for me at least, is um, his other major projects are obviously The Simpsons and Futurama, which I, right. I think are two very different, like, styles of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which crowd, which audience do you think is going to connect more with Disenchantment? Like, The Simpsons... Or versus Futurama. Futurama. Futurama, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think that, um, you know how Mel Brooks does a movie and he'll be like, okay, so I did the, I did Young Frankenstein, which is a horror movie. And then I'm going to do Spaceballs, which is like the sci-fi version of like, you know, he he goes by genres. Right. And I feel like that's what this is. It's like, it's Matt Groening's idea of a fantasy version of Futurama. Okay. Hmm. Very different characters. You know, a lot of the same voice actors um, you'll recognize, like, right off the bat. Um, He has a group that he likes to work with. Um, The show's funny. It's entertaining. But I just think it can't decide whether it wants to be super episodic and nothing but jokes like The Simpsons, where you get through the plot of one episode, or Futurama, for that matter, like... Or if it wants to be like, yeah, no, this is a show. This is a show with a plot that connects to things, and, like, stuff's gonna happen there are gags in it that are like would be really funny one-off gags that end up becoming part of the plot and stretching over like multiple episodes. Hmm. Like there's, (laughs) this just sounds exhausting. Yeah. One of the things that really gets me about it as an artist too, is that you, you remember when you first watched Hercules, Disney's Hercules. God, I love that movie. All yeah. of a sudden, the Hydra shows up, and it's not animated. It's, it's CG. It's 3D. That yeah. was their 3D budget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this does that, where it'll be like, okay, we've it's it's it fits a lot better, but it's really easy to tell what was 3D generated and moving through a 2D space. Hmm. Um, hmm. In part because it's just like smoother than it should be. Right. Or, like, is vectors, so it maintains... It's like, you know, if it was 2D animated, like, as the ball rolls away, 
like it would lose detail but like because it's 3d generated it's like the detail just gets tighter and tighter as a ball gets smaller and smaller but if you um, i mean if you've watched if you if you've watched through futurama like you're used to that like the the opening sequence of futurama is probably the most money they spent on making that show <laughs> you know but i mean you're not you're not used to it episode by episode i feel like that was more of just a season sort of evolution i know i mean like any 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 time a ship takes off in in futurama it's 3d even the original stuff oh yeah really it's maybe it's me just being fair to Futurama, a show that I love, but that would also happened like 20 years ago. Right. Like okay. it, this is a show made in 2021. Yeah. Oh, so, we, Oh, okay. So I see what you're saying. So you're, you're saying that it, it, it's still like the difference between the 2d and the 3d is still as jarring as if it were made like in the nineties, not as jarring, but still like very noticeable. Yeah. You can be like, that doesn't look right. Okay. All right. Okay. And That's, the thing, okay. <laughs> And what I want is just like take it, tell your 2D animator like we animated this ship taking off, this ball rolling down a hill. Now do a 2D animation over the top of it that makes sense. All right. Now, I do want to throw this question out. Since we're sort of shit talking the show, is there a show that's kind of like this Tom that you would recommend more than this? Reruns of Futurama? Does that count? I'm, that I'm sure. I mean, I, mean I, I had two right off the top. Uh, I'll give you like 10 seconds of each. Um, my first one was Galavance, which is a musical series that ran for two episodes. Yeah. That is basically, you know, the whole story of King Arthur's sort of thing. But as it's a musical and it's not stupid. And there's only like three musicals that I really love. Um, so check it out. And then the other one was Gravity Falls. Um which I felt was more less sci-fi and more cryptozoology, but it still sort of has that that, yeah. that feel towards it, um, which I feel like I've only watched, you know, one episode of Disenchantment, but I can almost guarantee you, you'll have more fun with either of those shows. I don't, you know, I don't want to just shit on Disenchantment. Like, I've watched all of it, and I will watch the next part that comes out, but, like, this, it dropped, and I had just finished watching a half hour show like that i was binging and i was like oh i've got something new like i need a i've got a slot open like disenchantment do you want to take it and i just looked at it and i was like no i'll wait <laughs> which is yeah. really the like sign of death for a netflix show when it comes out and people are just like eh, I'll, eh. I'll wait a little while on that i don't need to watch it right now like that's not a good sign right yeah if any, unless anybody else has any thoughts, this has been the Multimedia Minute. Yeah, Connor, Trevor, do you have any sort of weird animated, maybe possibly medieval shows that you'd like to, I don't know. Uh, so the two I want to give a shout out to, Netflix's She-Ra remake. Pretty Great. sure we already talked kid. about that. <laughs> I, I Yes, but like, the, uh, I'm not going to talk more about it, but that and uh, Steven Universe. Cool. Steven Universe is fucking Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, Noel, I hear you uh, You know some shit about Pokemon. As much as all yeah. the other experts in this show, yes. <laughs> I love that that was coming from Tom, who like, <laughs> clearly knows yeah. the most about Pokemon. <laughs> so I have to say, I did enjoy this week as basically being my off week and having my only rule not to do work for this bit. So I stayed away from all Pokemon <laughs> games, but I, I gotta I gotta say I've never been more nervous. This is fucking terrifying, but I'm gl I'm glad that both of y'all lost uh, uh, before me. <laughs> yeah, we so. we didn't we didn't set a yeah. strong precedent for you there. At least at least I'm not so much a pioneer. But let's get to it. For anybody who hasn't listened before, this is Stump the Expert. Noel thinks that he is an expert in Pokemon, the original 151. He put a few limits on it, but each of us has come up with a question that we have to ask him. If he can get all of them correct, then he gets a point. If any of us stump him, we get a point. Yeah, so I pretty much said uh, Pokemon biology. Yeah. Um, basically what you learn um, from the stats on like Bulbapedia or something like that. So nothing from anime, nothing from manga, nothing from... I don't know, some weird other Pokemon, you know, secondhand video game. 
Who did the voice of Detective Pikachu? Exactly. That's dumb. I mean, <laughs> um, I, I just want to know types, abilities, level ups, move traits, evolutions, weaknesses, you know. And I think yeah. I think we've did, done a pretty good job of that. Trevor's got a really good question. That one kind of threw me for a second. Oh, God. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and this, I had to do some research to double check Trevor's. And this was all I towards was... the original 151, right? I said Gen 1? Yep. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Trevor, you want to get us our ball rolling here? No, I'm Trevor, yeah, and I say no. <laughs> okay, all right, so Trevor won't start. Oh, no. All right, I'll go last. It's terrifying. Uh, I hate okay, it. Okay, I'll start that. Uh, yeah, just rip the Band-Aid <laughs> off. Yeah, this is, this is also one that I didn't know. All right, so uh, I'm going to give you a couple of facts here before I ask you my question, uh, because my question is about uh, Rhyhorn and Rhydon. Yes. Prior to Generation 6... The sound that Rhyhorn made was a near-identical cry to the sound that Charizard made. I don't know if you guys knew that. Interesting. Because the hmm. games still use 8-bit sound effects. Right. And according to interviews with the original art director for Pokemon, Rhydon was the first Pokemon ever created in Pokemon Red, Blue... And Green. And Green, Yes. Every single visual item has a coded number. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called their index number. And Rhydon is index number 001, huh. um, which supports this. That is the very first huh. thing. Um, I also have, we'll maybe put it up on our social media later, um, some of the original very first drawings of Pokemon uh, are all of Rhydon. But my question to you, Noel, what level does Rhyhorn evolve into Rhydon? And I'm a... Assuming they don't change much, evolutions don't change much per game, but it's the, the, the first, the red, green, blue. Yep. Uh, English or Japanese probably doesn't matter, but... It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't matter uh, by generation either. Uh, Any... There are very few oh, Pokemon okay. that change uh, cross-generation when they evolve. Um, mostly Pokemon that are given an extra stage. Ooh. It's more um, it's, it's more close. types. Mm -hmm. I know um, it, in, in red and blue, Sabrina's gem had like on the box, it said, "Hey, beater with ghost." And then there was a bug in the game where no one ghost could, was like... weak to psychic. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but what does what level does right on evolve into Rhyhorn? Or... Other way around. Other way around. Yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, at no level does Rhydon evolve into Rhyhorn. An expert. Trick question. But they're never stone. Um, so I know it's late in the game. Um, it might even be on Victory Road where you can even get a Rhyhorn. Rhyhorn first appears in Safari Zone. Yes. Still late on the yeah, game. Yeah, still late game. Yeah. I am going to assume... I have two options. I'm going to assume a level 32. I was going to say level 36, but I think that's too high, so level 32. Level 42. Ooh. 42? Yes. yes. Uh, Ryan wow. also has one of the slowest evolution or uh, level up advancement tracks in terms of XP including uh, for the game. Including fossil Pokemons? Because those those uh, were really slow to, to grow yeah, to. Yeah, it's the same. It's the, I think it's the same category of oh uh, XP progression. As, so, and... Although you are late game when you catch them, I think that most Rhyhorns that you catch in the Safari Zone are fairly low level. So yeah. you have to grind out yeah. a hard to evolve, <laughs> or hard to level out Pokemon at low level in late game. So just nobody, even as cool as Rhyhorn and Rhydon are, just nobody ever got them. I'm pretty sure you could catch a Rhydon in the same cave that you could catch Mewtwo in. Like the legendary yeah, I, cave? Yeah, Vic yeah. Victory Road and um, um, Champion's Cave or whatever. Yeah, uh, so that's that's why I kind of waited. I don't think I really ever ever caught anything earlier than that. It was just honestly a waste of time. It's super rare, yeah, in Safari Zone, but you can mm. get them there. Well, that was a great question. That was a really good question. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of fun facts with it, too. All right. Uh, I don't have fun facts to go along with this, but uh, hey, Noel. Hey, Ghana. Generation 1. <laughs> yeah. How, uh, how how many how many fighting Pokemon exist in Generation One? Pure fighting or like fighting. rock slash fighting? I'm just all of them, all all fighting in Generation One. Anything with the word fighting in the type name? Yeah. Okay. And I will leave this up to the other hosts, but I would I would give him a point if he can name all of them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. I ask how many, or is that? The main question is how many. The question oh, is yes. how many. Okay. <laughs> but if you if you get that right and you name all of them, then I will give I would gift you a point if the other hosts are into that. This is weird. Yeah, yeah I'm kind yeah, of doing good. this in the reverse order that you're that you're asking. Um, the, well, the, the question you need to get right is how many. Okay. Well, two at least. Uh, Hitmon Ta, Hitmon Chan, and Hitmon. Hitmon, oh no, Hitmon Chan and Hitmon Lee. There you go. Yep. Uh, <laughs> three. Number three is Polyrath. Is a water fighting. I'm already getting jumbled up. I'm gonna say. Uh, let's see if I name three already. There's not that many. All right, so there's three. There's another three. I'm gonna say there's eleven. Oof. Sorry, bud. It's eight. Okay, so I got Polyrath. <laughs> Polyrath was the one that I was counting on you to not get, which is really? why I'm yeah. so surprised by this. <laughs> um, Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan, that's yeah. three. Machop, Machoke, Machamp. Yeah. There's two that I'm missing. Yeah. They were the two that I was missing, too. Mankey and Primate. Ah, oh, those fucking cotton balls, you motherfucker. Okay. Yeah, those are, those, are, those are also pure fighting type. The only, all... one, the only one that's not a pure fighting type is Polyrath. So I was oh. really counting on you to forget Polyrath, but... Honestly, oh, yeah. I love Polyrath. Mankey and Primeape are ones that I get, like, early on in the game and really help me a lot, but I forget about them so quickly. They feel right. to me like they should be normal type, almost. Really? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they're, they're, they're beige. They're literally wearing boxing gloves. <laughs> One of them is. <laughs> I think they both are. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mankey definitely has gloves on. All right, let's get to the next one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Noel. Yes. In Generation 1. Yes. Through leveling up. Yes. A Jigglypuff yeah. will only learn eight moves. <laughs> Seven of those moves are of the normal type. Yeah. What is the only non-normal type move that Jigglypuff can learn, and what type is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, can learn naturally by leveling up, or TM? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seven out of eight are normal. What's not a normal? Yep. Pound, sing, double punch, counter. Double slap. <laughs> Who's the expert, Tom? <laughs> um counter oh there's another one so sub not submission well put that in the maybes um i also just like i completely forgot that jigglypuff could do this my okay my first thought is metronome but it's got to be normal because it's not psychic it would have been fairy but fairy's not a type in gen one uh, mega is mega punch normal or fighting? It's, I hope it's not something stupid like Dragon Rage. <laughs> How <laughs> or, in God's name would a Jigglypuff yeah. know Dragon Rage? No, or like Fire Punch <laughs> or some dumbass shit. That's how I do all my Pokemon. I I make them learn the craziest fucking shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fucking razor leaf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like 90% sure I already said the move. Uh, oh, submission. No, you're talking about just Jigglypuff, not Wigglytuff, right? Right. Alright, so, so all half of those are too powerful. But Jigglypuff by evolves by a stone, so... A lot, of those are kinda, dude. a lot of those are hidden. There are only there are four Pokemon that evolve with a Moonstone, and there's only three in the game. Right, but what I'm saying is, if you use the Moonstone too early, how many moves get eradicated right. through Jigglypuff? How many moves get added through Wigglytuff? Wait, so Clefairy, Jigglypuff? Dragonairs, right? No, Nidoran and Nidorana. Need a Rano. Need a Moonstone? 
Yeah. I thought they're not trade. Yeah. The four the four Pokemon you need are uh, uh, Nidoking, Nidoqueen, uh, Wigglytuff, and Clefable. I'm pretty sure you only get three Moonstones in the game, right? You do. Yeah. You can. Trevor, why couldn't you ask that goddamn question? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Guys are making me want to play Pokemon. God, this is, this is a thing that I could talk about for a long time, though. Well, if y'all ever want to start up a Pokemon podcast, there's already a million of them. Um, I'm going to say... Um, oh. Counter. Or submission. Fuck. Counter. Go with counter? Counter. Before you give the answer, can I give Noel a hint? We'll agree that he got it wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you can't get it, but like... Yeah, right, yeah. Or here's, can I, here's can my I still guess just for my own satisfaction? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, no, yeah. Noel, I'm going to give you a big hint here. It's Jigglypuff's main deal in Super Smash Bros. The, the, the down B. The down B? Where Jigglypuff does what? Is it rest? Whoa, there he is. It is rest. That's not normal? Was it psychic? Yeah, what it's is psychic. rest? Rest uh, is a psychic move? Yeah. There are yeah. so many that there's like that's the beauty about Gen 1 is there's only what like eight types rather than like now's what 12, 11, 14 types. 12, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did have a uh, a backup question, Noel. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love we, this, man. Is we, this the we one that judged I said was no? too easy. Okay. Yeah. So the the question is, Abra, yeah, is known for teleporting away before you ever have a chance to catch him. Yeah, it was the bane of my nine year old existence back when I played Pokemon. <laughs> what other moves does Abra know? Uh, uh, decrease in defense. Tail, tail. Oh, tail whip. Nope. Tackle or pound. It's a, it's a trick question, but... It's a trick question. No, it's, not. it's just that. doesn't know anything. Just teleport. But teleport. Nothing. Which <laughs> is why they're so hard to catch, because they randomly right. pick one of their moves, and the only move it has to pick from is teleport. Yeah. So you have to catch it, like, immediately. Or you have to have something that can, like, put it to sleep, or... From, yeah. yeah, from the yeah. thing, I was like, I was expecting you to tell me, or me to tell you how to catch it, but... Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Spam Pokeballs. Right. Just keep fucking... Or... I think in Gen 2 is Mean Look, where it got rid of all the status conditions of all the Pokemon, so you couldn't really use it. Or, no, no, it, it trapped him in the field. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I, I'm I'm as incompetent as all the other experts on this show. I got one right. All right, Trevor's a little... Trevor I got one right, too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. I almost got, like, three right, though. All righty. Connor, yeah. you're next week's expert. I uh, what's it gonna be? Oh yeah, I, I I have a few options here, and I feel like I feel like the easy one and the one that I should do because of my history on the show should be the MCU. <laughs> but I'm also thinking about the first three seasons of SpongeBob, and I'm also thinking about Invader Zim. <sighs> the one that I'm most concerned about, actually, the one that I'm most nervous about, is the MCU. Because I know I can fucking ace you fools on Spongebob or Invader Zim. I'll leave it up to you guys, whatever you want to pick. Roll a D3. <laughs> a D3. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny geometry joke. I would like Spongebob. I, I... You're just you're just trying to avoid watching an MCU movie, Trevor. <laughs> I wouldn't even watch a movie. I'd look something up online. I didn't play Pokemon to do this. Dude, Trevor, like, he watched Dorm Life for you. I watched an entire <laughs> fucking show for you. <laughs> what? Which is only as long as, like, half of one of those movies. If you think, you think an minutes, MCU dude. movie is yeah, 800 movies. minutes? They're, like, 800 minutes, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, they're 800 minutes, Trevor. They're usually, like, 140. That's 13 and a half hours, pretty much. Oh, it's still yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do... I'm going to do Spongebob. 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 First three seasons only. First three seasons. Anything? All right. So first three seasons, it's going to be... You can do you can do quotes, you can do characters, you can do plot points. What I will say you can't do that I won't know is episode titles, necessarily. And I don't want you to do, like behind the scenes stuff i don't want like uh only the things you would know from watching it uh as a child yeah 
Correct. The, like the things that you would know from watching it. So who's like, the key grip? Yeah, like none of that bullshit. <laughs> I don't think there was a key grip on an animated show. You don't have a child's mind, Tom. <laughs> I don't think very many children are thinking of key grips. <laughs> All right. Shall we jump into some fake ads? Let's yeah, let's see some jump fake ads. right to it. All right. Today's episode of The Never Games is brought to you by the Pokemon Missing No. Want lots of Master Balls? How about Full Revives, Gold Nuggets, Thunder TMs, or any other rare and useful items? Simply summon Missing No. Just at... Today! That was surprisingly accurate. Thank you, Tom. That was really funny. I, I love that Audible. Yeah, the Audible Audible. That was, that was really funny. Uh, today's episode is also brought to you by OfficeArtwork.com. Go to OfficeArtwork.com to find all the best and forgettable furnishings. Best sellers include a black and white picture of a dandelion, a black and white picture of a dandelion in the wind, and the skyline of Tuscaloosa. Are you concerned that real objects might give your employees hope? Then jump over to our abstract section. You can find a wide array of scribbles and translucent shapes all specifically designed to prevent anyone from finding any meaning in their life. Keep your employees too bored to unionize by going to officeartwork.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Closet Nipples. Um, Have you ever been been aroused by a door? Or have you ever maybe thought like, ah, no, I'm too shy to take to take my shirt off. I don't want people to see my nips. Well, closet nipples is what you got, and I suggest you talk to your doctor about it. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Let's face it. During the quarantine, we've all been changing. We're more sedentary. We're less active. And that does come with its own predicaments. But no one has ever said, you don't have to be uncomfortable. Introducing Moo Moo Melon non-athletic. <laughs> Moo Moo Melon offers silky soft, breathable Moo Moo's through an entirely affordable monthly subscription service. <laughs> Stop laughing, Connor. You're making me laugh. Fuck. <laughs> 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 God, I, I have to like cover you guys. Right. <laughs> Perfect for the home, the home office, the home wedding, the couch, or moving from the couch to the bathroom. Go to moomoomelon.com slash the never games for twenty percent off your first order. Moo Moo Melon, when you don't want to look like a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting pretty good at these fake ads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, oh, that is really funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Never Games. Thank you, everybody out there, for listening. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you did, you can do us a huge favor. Like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Leave us a rating and a review. That helps us so much. And if you uh, have anything to say, any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to reach out to us uh, via social media. All social media is going to be at the underscore never underscore games. Uh, email is hello at the nevergames.com. But we also have a phone number. That is 406-GAMES24. That is 406 three seven two four please reach out to us we would love to hear from you and if you really like us you can head over to our patreon that's patreon.com slash the never games your subscriptions and donations help us do what we love to do make you laugh you can head over there uh, and support us for as little as a dollar and get some really great bonus stuff including bonus content stickers t-shirts all sorts of different things over at patreon.com slash the never games and we also have a website that's the nevergames.com you can find a bunch of little scrumptious items there whether it's a backlog of all the multimedia minutes or a backlog of all the episodes 
or the scoreboard or anything else like you want to talk about like what we're all about and all of our bi all all biographies or biology <laughs> learn our blood types <laughs> yeah no, that's that's part of the patreon um <laughs> learn all of my vitamin deficiencies <laughs> yes uh, and actually, we do have this new thing on our on our page. It's uh, nevergames.com slash shop. That's nevergames.com slash shop. We just released our new merch shop right now. We're doing it through Redbubble. Um, you can find all tasty merch, whether you want a t-shirt, a coaster, a bath, a bath liner? That, I don't think a bath liner shower is a curtain. real thing. A or shower curtain. Mat. Yeah. Shower curtain, jigsaw puzzles, uh, cell phone cases, and everything in between. Um, another thing in our merch is a bunch of t-shirts done by the band Good Damn It, which is the band on our show. It's me on the drums and Trevor on everything else. Good Damn It. This has been the Never Games. My <laughs> name has been and will always be Noel McInnes. My name is Trevor Kelly, at least for now. My name is Tom O'Brien, as far as you know. My name is Connor Provos. Good night. And this is the Never Games Do You Play Games. All those nipples. Nipples. Studios I keep getting Ha, 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 ha.